Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, Wonders. I'm going to give you three lore connections from Amazon's latest trailer for the new Rings of Power series. What a wonderful time to wander the world of J.R.R. Tolkien. I'm not going to give a breakdown of the trailer scene by scene. Plenty of other people can do that. We are here to explore the lore. So let's go. Okay, number one lore connection. The light and the trees. Gladriel makes an early comment that they thought their light would never dim. I'll venture to say that she's referring to the light of the two trees of Valinor, which we've seen in other trailers, and were killed by Morgoth in the First Age. Sorry, spoiler alert. Check out episodes 2 and 5 for that tale. But later in the trailer, we see Nimloth, the white tree of Numenor, and it's shedding its blossoms. This tree, Nimloth, was descended from the eldest of trees, Telperion, which is the silver tree in Valinor. Immediately after the shot of Nimloth, we see Muriel, as she looks up at the white blossoms being shed from Nimloth. Muriel's father was the king Tar Palantir, who had a certain gift of foresight, and prophesied that when the tree Nimloth would perish, so would the line of kings. So Muriel is deeply worried about the health of Nimloth, even though we see her in another shot holding what appears to be a baby. Nimloth will eventually be burned by Sauron's command, spoiler alert, sorry, though before that Isildur will save a fruit of the tree, and thus continue the line of white trees, down to the white tree that stands in the court of Minas Tirith. For more details on Nimloth's importance in Isildur's deed, listen to episodes 34 and 36. Number 2. Galadriel's Brother Muriel presents Galadriel with a palantir. Then we see Galadriel place her hand on it, and we get a rush of scenes. It's hard to tell which of these scenes is a past memory Galadriel would like to forget, and which is a future possibility, sort of like the mirror of Galadriel when Sam and Frodo look into it. But one of these scenes is for sure a flashback. We see Galadriel mourning over the dead body of a male elf who appears to have wolf slashes on his arm and chest. She is mourning the death of her brother Finrod. Finrod crossed the northern ice with Galadriel and their people, and later was inspired by the Vala Olmo to found the cavernous fortress of Nargothrond. Finrod's life was saved by Badahir, so Finrod swore to Badahir that he would aid him and his kin should they ever need his help. In a token of this, Finrod gave Badahir a ring which would eventually come to Aragorn. Go back and listen to episodes 18 and 19 for a refresher on that tale. Finrod helped Badahir's son, Baron, when Baron was on his quest to reclaim a Silmaril from Morgoth. However, they were captured by Sauron, where their companions were killed one by one, and Finrod also was killed, defending Baron from Sauron's wolves. For more details, listen to episodes 21 and 23. So Sauron is responsible for Finrod's death. I won't go so far to say that Galadriel is motivated by revenge, but her struggles against Sauron are more than just an epic battle of good versus evil. It's also personal. And number three, Sauron. Sauron has been revealed, and Galadriel has this to say about him, quote, He has not one name, but many. So what are the many names of Sauron? Here's a few that I could find. Gorthrar the Cruel, a shadow of Morgoth, a ghost of his malice, Wolf Sauron, Thu, the Necromancer or Sorcerer, the Enemy, the Black Master, Lord of the Dark Tower, the Black One, King of Men, Lord of the Earth, the Dark Power, the Deceiver. It's this last one that I want to dive a little bit deeper on. Sauron demonstrated his ability to create illusions in the beginning of Baron's Tale, see episode 20 for that. During the Second Age, he was also able to deceive Celebrimbor, the creator of the Rings of Power. Also in the Second Age, he is able to deceive the Numenorians, convincing them to rebel against the Valar and worship Morgoth instead. 
which I just covered in episode 36. I think the Rings of Power will dive deeper into that final lie, as the last line of the trailer is Sauron's voice saying, quote, You have been told many lies of Middle-earth. And as a bonus, I watched a live stream with some of the cast, hosted by Patton Oswalt. He interviewed the cast members who played Galadriel, Isildur, Falazon, Miriel, Elendil, and more. Three takeaways from what they covered. 1. The depth of lore knowledge from the cast members was extensive. For example, both actors, who play Elendil and Falazon, were able to explain the history of Numenor and the division between the Kingsmen and the Faithful, including each group's feelings towards death and the Valar. I give you a breakdown of that division in episodes 35 and 36 if you need a refresher. Another thing I noticed was the pronunciation of the cast members. They especially like to bring up what they called a tapped R, which I think you can hear really well when Elrond says Galadriel's name. Respect for pronunciation and language runs deep among the cast members, as it appears a writing system of the Numenorean language was created, and Emma Horvath, who plays Aaron, Isildur's sister, actually learned to write it. That's a good sign to me, especially knowing Tolkien's love for languages, and that we have all of these great stories simply because Tolkien felt like his invented languages needed a world in which to be spoken. And last, there was a lot of emphasis on the practicality of the sets, particularly over CGI. This came up two or three times, obviously as a way to calm down the fandom's concerns that the Hobbit movie CGI approach would come back to haunt us. But the cast described the enormous scale of the Numenorean set, complete with alleyways you could get lost in, and a canal that a crew member fell into, but also down to the tiniest detail, like incense burning and flowers planted along the streets, so that the cast could actually smell what Numenor would have smelt like. Imagine that for a moment. The smell of Numenor. Salty, with a hint of looming death, perhaps? Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the new trailer for Rings of Power. My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Lore of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember, not all those who wander are lost. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.